Alright, this is Peter Kennedy of Simply Beer. We're here doing another beer brawl. This time it's Brawl of the Funk. Brawl of the Funk. Brawl of the Funk. So, uh, Kevin at the Liquor Outlet uh, assembled um, what we thought would be six beers is now turned into nine beers thanks to two more additions by me. So, uh, we got a lot to drink tonight, and they all have some sort of wild yeast in them. So, hence the name Battle of the Funk. Battle of the Funk. So, uh, First up, we have uh, the brewery Hothenroth, which is a, a Berliner Weiss, which generally does not have lacto I mean, uh, Brennamyces in it, but this one actually does have a little bit, so we, we included it. Um, besides, I like the beer from the brewery. So. Oh, they do, a great, they do a great job. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> think I've been disappointed by them yet. So going on with our list of beers, we have um, Victory Wild Devil. Uh, Nonye uh, Tati Bear, I think is how you pronounce it. I hope so. Uh, Jolly Pumpkin, <laughs> Oro de Cabaza. Then we have a Flemish Red from uh, Reinhardt, I think. Our uh, linguistics person, John, who, who usually helps us with the uh, pronunciations of these beers, is not uh, here tonight. He called in sick. Uh, then we have um, from uh, Beer del Borgo is a Duchesic which is kind of an interesting beer. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, then we got the Omegang Beer de Mars, the New Belgian Beer de Mars, and then finally we're going to finish off the night with the uh, uh, Goose. Ode Beer Sale, Ode Goose, I think is how you pronounce it. I hope so. Again, <laughs> yes. another one I hope so. Yes. Where's John when you need him? I know. So <laughs> without further ado... I say we break open some of these. I find it funny that uh, with all these wild beers that we have here tonight, only three of them are corked. Hmm. And you know, and only one of them is Belgian. The other two are American. Uh, yeah. Imagine yeah. that. That's just weird. That so, weird. first one up here is uh, from Southern California. It's from a brewery called The Brewery. Nice. Uh, they, they make some pretty intense beers that we don't get a lot of. We get some of them, but a lot of their pretty crazy stuff you can only get at the brewery. Um, so here's their uh, Berliner Weiss. Now generally a uh, Berliner Weiss beer is something that's uh, really low in alcohol. Oops. Clean out the glass. We, 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 <laughs> we had some uh, Sam Adams Utopias before we started. A little, uh, little warm up. <laughs> mm. So we just uh, had to clean out the glass there a little bit. So this is a traditional German tart beer. This one here is a bit unique. Uh, usually most of the uh, uh, Berliner Weisses just use straight lactobacillus bacteria to create the sour in the beer. Um, this one here is 3.1% and they actually spiked it with a little bit of Brettomyces as well. And they're not saying which strain of Brettomyces, but uh, it doesn't really matter. Very unique aroma. <laughs> oh, I forgot to introduce everybody here tonight. Uh, so joining us tonight, um, you probably recognize his voice by now. Uh, we have Kevin from the Liquor Outlet. And also from the Liquor Outlet, we have Russ joining us as well. Yes. Uh, so cheers, guys. Cheers. Huh? Slancha. <sighs> wow. That is a unique aroma. It's kind of lemony. Mm. You really can smell that. Le you know, I, I was just, the mm. Brettomyces bacteria, it, it tends to, or the Brettomyces yeast... Let me get that straight. Brettomyces is a yeast. Lactobacillus is a bacteria. Mm. Um, the lactobacillus is very 
strong in this beer. Mm. It, it's 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 a really strong mm. sour lemony, mm. um, and then you get the little bit of yeasty. Yeah. Get like the sourdough. Yeah, it's a sourdough definitely. I, uh, generally, with with the Brettomyces, you tend to associate with kind of like a funk. Mm-hmm. You know, some people say barnyard. Some people say like earthy, it's a, it's a dirty. Little, there's a little earthy must, mustiness in this. There's a little bit there, but it's it's not mm. much. The citrus just, just screams out, and, yeah. and the sourdough. Mm. But you know, so this one here is um, is basically brewed in the memory of uh, the owners of the brewery's grandparents. So that's why they call it the Hothenroth, uh, which is named after them. Uh, the The brewery's website describes this as basically low gravity beer. Uh, to cut the tartness for those with the sweeter taste, um, raspberry or syrup is a lot of times added to hmm. Berlin or Weiss beers because um, sometimes they can be really sour. Yeah. Um, this one probably is not going to be too sour since it's a, it's an American version, but I haven't tried it yet. What do you guys think? You've both it's, tried it's, it. It's got I'm rambling on. Wet your wet your lips. Yeah. I'll tell you, this is it, it's a interesting take on it. And it's very clean, and hmm. oh, but I, what I really enjoy about it, though is that it's so effervescent. Hmm. Yeah, that lemon citrus really yeah. comes through. It's not as um, it's not sour beer. First of all, hmm. I mean, a lot of the the um, uh, a lot of the Berliner Weiss beers are, are tend to be more tart, hmm. and sometimes they can be really tart, but they're not hmm. necessarily sour. If you can mm. kind of make that distinction in your head, um, sometimes it's hard to distinguish between sour, tart, mm. kind of funky. They all kind of hit the same spot in your mm. in your tongue. Very, um, it's it's almost a yellow beer, yeah. not like uh, you know, not like <laughs> you know, macro brew yellow watered down. But this mm. is like um, almost like a grapefruit juice color. Mm. It's very cloudy. Very refreshing too. Yeah, like it's it, at three point one percent. This is a beer you yeah. can definitely, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, sit down and, and drink for, you know, probably days on end without <laughs> worrying too much about this. <laughs> this beer makes me think about sitting around by a pool. Yeah, just just lounging there in the sun. You know, three point one. You can definitely yeah. sit around, enjoy a enjoy a couple of these, and enjoy you know, still still be able to swim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you guys think of the like that? Tartness on this beer, at like a scale of one to ten. For me, it's like a, like a four. Mm. I was gonna say like a like a three to between three and five, so a four. Yeah. It's not over the top with tartness, but it's very, it's present. Yeah, very it, it's very evident, but it's not, it's not, it's not lingering for a long time. Mm. I mean, it's just, something like this could really cut through, you know, something that was kind of sweet. Mm. It'd be an interesting contradictory food pairing, mm. you know, something that's very sweet to to. Um, I had this too. It'd be kind of interesting. Mm. Catch you off guard well, too if you're not uh, expecting it. Well, they're yeah. saying to leave the yeast in the bottle when, when you, you pour it. When you pour it, yes. Yeah, please pour carefully, leaving the yeast sediment behind in the bottle. Oh, you didn't shake this up before I gave it to us, did you? No, no. Let's see. I don't oh, know. There's a ton of sediment at the bottom there. Yeah, I, I left them all sitting here for some time, but uh, it's very refreshing. I, I, I'm enjoying this beer, and it's definitely. I hope they continue to make this beer, because when the summer comes around, this yeah. is gonna be, uh, this is gonna be one of those go-to beers when it gets hot out for me. Oh yeah. I wish I wouldn't make it a 750. Maybe put it in six pack. Something like this should be in a six pack. Well, you, you know what? I, and that might be um, a limitation of the, of the the facilities themselves. 
you know, their bottling line probably can only do kegging and 750 milliliter bottles. That's all I've ever seen. You know, they, they only do cap top 750s. Hmm. Um, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a corked um, or anything smaller than 750. Next up, we got uh, Victory Wild Devil. Now, I've had this beer a while back. And I gotta say, this is probably, when I had it, it was probably my favorite beer out of the Victory Brewing, if I can obtain your <laughs> judgments early on. <laughs> <laughs> so this comes in a 750 cork top. It is a, uh, I believe it's a, they call it an IPA, or a Belgian style IPA because of the, the uh, yeast that they used. It comes in at, Ooh. nice. Pow! Uh-oh. Here it goes. Uh -oh. Here it goes. Uh, nope. Not, not gonna, quite. We're not going to get it to come out, huh? A little bit. If we left it for another minute, it might come off the top. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, um, it comes 750 milliliter bottle. Oh, the color. It's uh, about 6.7% 6, 6 ABV. Uh, they say this is 100% uh, Bretomyces um, yeast fermented. So... Why, well, I say that some of the beers we're going to try tonight, they've been pri the primary fermentation has taken place with uh, whatever the domestic strain is in the brewery, uh, whether it be a, a wheat or a, so ale yeast <laughs> or whatever. And then they add Brettomyces in the secondary, which kind of gives it a, a, light, a lighter Brett flavoring. Mm -hmm. This one here, they say, is 100% fermented with Brettomyces. Uh, and for you homebrewers out there thinking about maybe using Brettomyces in, in your your beers, it's it's a lot easier to control than, say, the lactobacillus, but it will eat everything in your beer. I mean, it really loves sugar and will eat pretty much down to the last bit of sugar that you have in fermentable sugar in your beer. So this here, I mean... Citrus hops right off the nose. Mm. You get that little bit of funkiness to it. Definitely that that what I, I love that term horse blanket. Horse blanket. <laughs> right. I don't know if you've if you've ever been to a, a bar. My mom rides horses all the time, yeah. and it really does kind of smell like a a, a horse bar. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird, and you know it's not necessarily in my mind the the most enjoyable aroma in the world, uh, but it does really make for an interesting beer. Very sweet too, mm -hmm. on the like the caramel kind of underneath it all. Oh yeah, that's and I wish they would. They, they they don't release the uh, hops that they used. They just say they use whole flower American hops. So they probably used a mix of them. Now how many? I'm think I can think of three, well two besides uh, Wild Devil that are like IPAs that get a Belgian yeast. I think it's the only one with Brett. The other two. The Cali Belgique, Belgique, yeah, Belgique. That's one from Stone. That's from Stone, and, and then I um, think that used bread in it, though. They did use bread. Um, I think uh, Lost Abbey might have done one. Great Divide has the Belgica. Yeah, but I don't think that's a, a wild yeast strain. I don't, I don't think that one is. I think no. Mm. Anyways, there's not too many around here. There's mm. notice it's the only IPA we have on our list tonight. Mm. So. And I think since they used a Belgian um, laboratory-grown Brettomyces yeast, that's why they call it a Belgian IPA. Mm. I can just sit here and smell this beer. <laughs> I love that. I love it's, that. It's, it's, a, it's a fairly cloudy beer. 
Mm. Um, they didn't do any kind of filtering on this beer, which, you know, if they're this kind of bacteria is probably not unheard of. Mm. Or not bacteria, but the, this kind of yeast. Very good head retention on this beer, actually. Yeah. It is based off on their um, Hop Devil, right? Victory Hop Devil, mm-hmm. right? Which is the base beer for this. They just switched out the yeast. So my understanding is it's exactly the same beer, different yeast, which... We kind of get a little bit of it. I've enjoyed everything from Victory. I think we had yeah. we've had this a conversation little, little before. Cold. This beer's a little cold. What was the um, God? This is really huge. Yeah. Uh, but this beer, I mean, it's very the uh, the hops on this are, are really yeah. strong. It's it's definitely an IPA. Jumps out right off the bat. Yeah. Um, right now, I think the, the I think this is a little warm. I mean, a little cold, as I'm not getting a lot of that uh, that kind of Brett in the in the flavor of the beer. You've had this before, right? I've had this. Yeah, you've yeah. had it. Yeah, this is my first time with this. I've had the Hop Devil. Yeah, quite, <laughs> quite a bit of that. Yeah, that's good too. I'm trying to warm this up in my hands, I'm trying to get a little bit more out of the flavors here, because it's really the the balance between the hops and the and the malt and the yeast in this one is really off right now because of the temperature. I think that it's really bitter. Well, that's much better. I usually use the uh, the term medicinal when yeah. I'm describing a, a Belgian, like right off the bat. But this doesn't have that. No, no. And the, the flavors on this beer, it's once it warms up, the really mm. strong caramel flavor mm-hmm. really comes forefront. And it, that bitterness, that really strong, striking bitterness that we had like three or four minutes ago when we first tasted it, mm really kind of melts into it now yeah and, and it becomes a much better balanced beer with a little bit of more temperature to it so if you're going to try this beer i would suggest letting it warm up close to you know 55 degrees maybe 50 degrees maybe not that much but you know around 50 degrees is probably good as it warmed up that that yeast kind of funky flavor really starts coming through right in the middle like right before the bitterness of the hops, mm. you get that. Uh, what kind of that's? It's not. It's not a sour. It's not a tart. It's just a. It's a kind of funk. <laughs> you know, I, I'm trying to place the the flavor itself, which is is a little bit different. You can place there. There's something there that's yeah. that's tip, not typical of a normal beer. Right before you get to the bitterness, mm. and and I trying to put that into words, and I. You know, I don't know what leather tastes like. I don't know what horse blankets taste like. So <laughs> I go out, I go out, and eat horse blanket all the time. You know, that's a, I serve, I serve it over rice. It's delicious. Here's <laughs> a little dummy glass. Oh, you're set. <laughs> it's 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 a delicious beer. Mm. Oh man, you know, and they make this year round. So if you if you if you're in a place where they sell Victory, you should be able to find it on your shelves year round. All right, next up, we're going to do the uh, Jolly Pumpkin. This is the Oro de Calabaza, and I hope I pronounced that right, and if I didn't, I apologize. Did a good job. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Now, uh, this is a 8% beer, a little bit uh, bigger than the rest of us, and apparently this is a gold medal winner at the Great American Beer Fest, and with a lot of Jolly Pumpkin beers, you have to watch out because they... Explode. <laughs> this one's more of a creeper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. 
It's sick. So this is a the first one in the beer de garde mm. style, which basically translates to beer guard, which basically is kind of like the precursor of farmhouse ale. Uh, with the wild yeast strains, you don't want to ferment your beer in the summer because there's a lot of stuff in the air, apparently. So um, with these, they'd ferment them in either the spring or the late fall, which is typical mm. in northern France and Belgium and with most alambics and so forth, they, they do it in that style. But this, like I said, it's kind of the precursor to the farmhouse ale originating in northern France and the border of Belgium where there's a lot of big beer making that goes on. You know, France just isn't about wine. <laughs> you know, they do have some beer. and Some good beers. Now this one here, unlike the, the last two, definitely you can really smell that. that this is a big nose. Now they call this um, the Franco-Belgian tradition of strong ales. Now Jolly Pumpkin is a, um, a company out of Michigan who their original intent when they started the brewery was to be a producer of sour beers. Unfortunately, when they started the brewery, sour beers were not necessarily that popular in the United States. So they actually have two breweries, um, from my understanding of an interview I heard with um, the owner. One to kind of make traditional beers that would sell locally and around the United States, and then another one that was more along their passion of creating sour beers. And now a lot of their mainstream beers are in that age of, of not age, but in that range of, of sour, um, getting into some of their, uh, you know, lactobacillus beers and lambics mm. and so forth. But this is a, a I believe it's just made with uh, uh, Bretomyces. I don't think there's any other additional yeast additives here. Wow. It's, it's got a big aroma. Mm. It's it's hoppy. Noticeable sediment. Yeah. It, it's a cloudy beer, kind of golden orange. I, I I'm just like I could be sniffing this for like the whole time you've been talking. Yeah. It's 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 it's, just, it, it's got that that, that uh, barnyard smell, an earthy smell to it with citrus. It's with like like a sweetness. Yeah, the citrus and just like a peppery, spicy yeah. kind of. Definitely, just just the nose is just huge and and really pleasant. I would well, taste it. Wow, I, I snapped the taste before when you were talking. <laughs> um, that, that's wow, that's a really good beer. Um, wow, lots wow. of uh, of pepper and spice right up front. Mm. You know, not too much. Uh, surprisingly, with you know the amount of hops in the aroma. There's not a lot present in yeah. the beer. It doesn't finish out bitter. Mm. It kind of finishes out, you know, a little bit, probably more like noble hops, um, kind of the peppery versions, because yeah. it does have that peppery spiciness to it. A bit earthy. It's got that sweetness, which is kind of in that sour patch kind of range. Mm. It, it's like that sweet tart. Mm. You know, sweet it, tart. Yeah. Sweet tart. <laughs> sweet. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. Uh... You know, sour. but it's not an intense. It's not intense. It's more like a sour lemon, yeah, than necessarily a sour apple. Mm. Um, but which you can tell a lot of times if you're drinking sour beers, after you take a sip, you swish it around your mouth a little bit, swallow it, wait a second, and then lick your teeth. 
if you can get that sour back on your <laughs> your tongue mm. again, then you know you got a really sour beer. Mm. This one here, it's not so much. Mm. It, it just kind of, it's a little bit uh, kind of, I hate to use the word sour, um, this is really not that sour, but there little is a touch of, of sourness to the beer. So far, this is like just a very balanced, and it's not like, it doesn't even really taste like a beer. It doesn't remind me of any beer I've ever had. Now I'm getting kind of a candy apple, mm -hmm. sour candy apple. Yeah. Now the temperature's changing a little bit that I've been holding in my hand. I've been really impressed with the Jolly Pumpkin beers. I've yet to find one that I haven't liked. And in fact, most of them I think I've really enjoyed and wish I had another bottle of it. It's <laughs> <clears throat> like a Jolly Rancher. Sweethearts, candy, nerds. Like it's, I'm thinking of all of the candies I had as a kid, but there's something. Yeah, but they're like the sour candies. Yeah, pickles. Like there's something in this. Pickles? <laughs> pickles? <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like pickle. There's like a pickle brine. I don't know. I, I, dig a little deeper. I, I, I don't <laughs> stick my head in pickle don't, barrels. Like, I, I used to. I was, a kid, I was a kid that they used to yell at for sticking his hand in the pickle jar at the supermarket. The big bin. I'm the reason that, yeah, I'm the reason they stopped <laughs> putting those things out. I haven't seen one of those in years. So this was a gold medal in 2004 at the Great American Beer Fest and bronze in 2005 at the Great American Beer Fest. And uh, they make this year-round. So if you can get uh, Jolly Pumpkin beers, then this is definitely a, a good one to... This is batch 261, by the way. <laughs> All right, batch 261. Like that means oh. anything to us. Here's the, here's the answer right here. What? Aged in large oak casks. That makes all this... That, that, I'm surprised we all missed that. Mm. I know. I, that, the, but I'm not really getting an oak flavor no. to it. But now that I mention it, I, get a, I can taste a little bit in the aftertaste after... Leaves my mouth, but it's not a flavor that I picked up right so, away. It's, so it's very subtle. It's so yeah. smooth. That's, I think the the oak just smoothed the beer out. Yeah, it, it didn't really leave an impact. All right, next up here, we're gonna slide over to Cooperstown, New York, and try the Oma Gang Beer to Mars. This is once again a, a beer to guard beer, six and a half percent alcohol, corked. As most oh my gang beers are. Pow. Wow, that one has a lot of pressure behind it. That came off really easily. <laughs> I bet you if you took the cage off and just tapped it on the table, it would have shot right through the ceiling. I, I did. A, we did an Allagash. We were all Allagash beers, mm. and I took the cage off, and I had my thumb just on the top of it of one of the Allagash beers, and probably. No more than 30 seconds after I did that, I was still talking, had to come off. <laughs> Boom! Shot right off. I missed the light by like inches. Now this one here, I noticed when I was pouring out, ton that's, of sediment. Yeah. And I don't know if that's me carrying this bottle here, because there's a ton of sediment on the bottom. Almost looks like curdled milk. Yeah. All right, it's healthy for you. It's just protein. <laughs> Builds character. I'm down with it. My mother would say, eating the crust, like eating the crust for your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> that puts hair in your chest. So this beer Thanks, here... Mom. Yeah, right? <laughs> this beer here uses uh, Brettomyces in a secondary fermenter. So they're fermenting this out with one of their probably Belgian yeast strains. And then when they move it to a secondary fermenter, they reintroduce the yeast uh, to kind of dry out the beer. You probably find this beer is fairly dry. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't tried it yet, but uh, they also dry hop this. No, is Beer to Mars an actual style, or is this because we've got two called mm, Beer to Mars? Is this no. just like an American thing, or I, mean, I don't know where the Beer to Mars comes from. Um, but Beer to Guard is the style. Yeah, and I, you know, maybe it just means that it's out there. <laughs> you know. See, this is called the, the next one's. When we get to that, I'll, I'll make not make fun of it, but uh, describe it. So this one here, as far as the rest of them goes, I mean, this one is a funky beer. It's very musty and earthy, and the aroma kind of a little bit of sweetness to it. To the roof off the sucker. To the roof off the sucker. Not getting much. You know, there's a little bit of hops in there. But it's kind of like, um, probably like one of these American floral hops. Mm. It's just like this slight bit of like mango or pineapple in the aroma. Mm. It's just a little bit of fruitiness in there. I'm curious to know what kind of hops they used in the dry hopping. Now they, they list that the aromas are malty, grain, clove, fruit, and a bit of funk. I'm not getting any clove. I'm not getting clove either. On this, I'm not getting any malt really. Well, Damn. A little bit, but it's not. It's not a grainy malty beer. It's a, a funky beer with some fruity mm. aromas to it. Very fruity. I mean, it's uh, it's it's, it's interesting. I, I'd like. I like the taste. It's pretty tasty. Mm. It's um, it's a little bit thinner in the mouthfeel than the rest of them that we've had, except for the Berliner Weiss, which. Is a really thin beer. As it slides across my tongue, I get that fruit. Like you said, pineapple. That's right there. That's mm. definitely on my tongue. I got it's the mango pineapple. too. Yeah, it's it's like that dull juice. Uh, yeah, it's very yeasty. Pineapple, pina colada. Mm. At the what's sticking on my tongue afterwards, very peppery and yeasty. There's no no real hop bitterness to it. It's a bit earthy. It's, it's a good beer. Um, I don't think it's the best one we've had, but definitely it's not one to uh, throw away, for sure. You know? I wouldn't be embarrassed to share this with friends. No, this is it's a pretty good beer. This is bottled. Uh, this is batch number two, bottled in October 2008. Three-year-old. Yeah. Held up pretty good. I'd like, to try, I'd like to try a newer one. From 2009, if I get my hands on one. I've, I've never, I haven't seen one. Me neither. All I've seen are these 08s. I've, I had them in the store. I don't know where I got this one. I think I might have gotten it here or I might have gotten it in uh, um, Rochester. Then again, you know, looking back on the beers we've tasted so far, today and so far the, the four we've had, none of them come from bad places, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing that we do, you know. We, we pick out beers that we have a pretty good idea are, are going to taste good. Mm. I mean, we're not here to, to necessarily bash beers. and It's not our intent to bash <laughs> beers, but we have done it because it was needed to be done. <laughs> good but, sound. You know, um, you know we, uh, we, we try to keep it positive. You know, we want people to go out and try these beers, try craft beers. Mm. Get away from the stuff you're drinking normally. Try something different. All right, next up, we have the New Belgian Beer to Mars. 
We're in New Jersey, for those of you that don't know, and uh, New Belgian is not available in New Jersey, unfortunately. They make some pretty cool beers. I had this one sent to me from Southern California, so it's had a good trip. Colorado, California, back to New Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> so this here is also in the beer to guard style. It is 6.2% alcohol. This is basically um, the first time in three years that they've made this beer. Um, they, I guess they made it once before, and they stopped making it for a couple years, and they decided to reintroduce it. So here they used uh, Bretomyces um, for the uh, bottle conditioning of this beer. Oh. So it's a it's a cork. It's kind of it's a um, you know it's a cap top, but it's bottle conditioned, which is. Kind of interesting. It's the only one here that's 20. No, no, I take that. Yeah, it's the only one here is 22 ounces. That's, yeah. that's 500 mil. That's an interesting. Uh, that's, that's an American beer, you know? We have like six different sizes of beer here. <laughs> we, have like, we have nine different styles. So one of the things I noticed right off the bat. Clear. Almost. I mean, it's, like, it's probably, it's, it's slightly cloudy, but it's, it's yeah. probably the clearest of them all. Yeah. But it's very little head retention. You know, the the head quickly just kind of disintegrates. No lacing. It's just... Oh, wow. But the nose is awesome. Yeah, the yeah. nose smells delicious. I mean, this is almost getting into the quads. I mean, the uh, the aroma on this one. Not the quad. What was it we were drinking that tasted like? It smelled like this. Ah, it's got like this little bit of spice to it. Once again, that mango-y yeah. kind of tropical fruit. A little bit of orange and definitely definitely citrusy orange. Uh, very different from the um, um, dome again that we had just a minute ago. Basically the same name, same style of beer, almost the same alcohol. Both have Bretomyces in them. Completely different flavors. Mm. Completely different flavors. I mean. You taste these two side by side, you wouldn't even say that they're in the same style. Yeah. But I'm not getting a lot of that funkiness in this beer. I mean, there's a little bit, I guess, on the aroma. It seems a little flat. It does seem flat. I don't know. That's kind of a little disappointing. Yeah. You know? Since we don't get this beer, I was kind of really looking forward to it. It does seem to have some spices in it. Hmm. How come it always seems like the ones we're always looking forward to that we can't get yeah. are the biggest disappointments, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shipped here from Belgium, geez. Uh, <laughs> Made by monks. It was good, but it wasn't as good as people built it up to be. Leaven Verbena. Interesting. What is that? I don't know, but it's kind of got this spice to it. Mm. You know, it wasn't quite clove, it wasn't quite ginger. You know what this smells like? No, well, you guys probably have never had it, but the, uh, the Brooklyn Brewery's. Um, Cuvée de uh, Cardoza. Maybe it's that Belgian yeast strain. Would you say there was there was Belgian yeast in the? Uh... Well, they, they fermented with something and then they bottled conditioned it with Bretomyces. There's no sourness. There's no tartness. Maybe a little bit of tartness. Mm, that's a. It's just like a touch, a yeah, tinge. It's, it's, it's it, a departure it, from the style quite a bit. It, it's a hint. It's, you know, I, I guess we probably should have started off with this beer. I mean, quite <laughs> frankly, this is. Um, I don't know, it's like a stepping stone, I guess. If you want to look at it this way, it's um, 
you know, it's not going to offend your palate. Um, it, it's, you know, we seem kind of down on it right now because we've had a lot of strong beers already. And yeah. I thought this would be another strong beer as far as the flavors go. Um, but it's really kind of like uh, if you get into like uh, real sour beers, mm. like the, the Flanders Reds and so forth, you know, you have like uh, a Touche de Bourgogne, which is mm-hmm. really kind of a stepping stone beer into that style. I think kind of the same thing can be said for this. Um, it's got some sweetness to it, a touch of tartness, not really that much. Um, but if you wanted to experiment and you've never had anything with Brettamyces in it, you know, it might be something interesting to start with that's not going to offend your palate. Mm. Um, it, it does have, I think, some interesting flavors to it. It just doesn't meet up what we were expecting yeah. with this with this podcast as far as kind of getting into some of the funky, sour, tart mm. beers. Um, so. Yeah, I like the spiciness, too. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's not a bad beer. Yeah. You know, don't get us wrong. It's not a bad beer. It's got, you know, some great flavors to it. But it wasn't really what I was expecting. <laughs> so, you know, good or bad. I'm trying to pick out the spices in it. It smells like cardamom. Yeah. Mm. I, I was thinking Far East spices, you know, like, uh, you know, if you, if you had this beer by itself without having all these other ones that we had previously to it, I, I don't think I would find it uh, to be a bad beer at all. Tell you what, though, as far as the beer to Mars goes, the Omegang was uh, pretty, pretty potent. Yeah, like I said, not bad, but not what I was expecting. All right, next up, we have from Belgium, we have... Uh, Neprof Reinhardt, I think is how you pronounce it. And if it's not, so be it. <laughs> uh, this one here is a considered a Belgian strong ale. And they say it's uh, brewed in the Lambic style. Now, it's been fermented with two strains of yeast, and one of them was Bretomyces. Now, if it really is a lambic it probably was aged in an oak barrel at one point or some kind of wood vessel i would think i don't know there's not a lot of information i found on this one it is nine percent alcohol so it's it's a bigger beer than most it's their strongest their strongest one right yeah very Fruity right up the front, mm. a citrus, a little citrus fruit, and that yeasty kind of funk that we talked about before. Now this is a newer brewery, right? Um, they haven't been around that long. As far as Belgian standards, no, I don't think they've been around that long. Yeah, no, Belgian standards. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know much about the brewery itself. It's definitely sweet. You, know, you can smell that sweet citrus, kind of that horsey. Barn. Now they call this a Flemish wild ale, so it's not quite a Flemish red, um, but it probably has that same uh, yeast, that wild yeast that inoculates the Flemish red ales. I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of an interesting beer. It got uh, Michael Jackson's uh, was a 2003 selection of Michael Jackson's Rare Beer Club, mm-hmm. um, which is probably a you know. Pretty significant yeah. <laughs> accolade. <laughs> Not the Michael Jackson you're thinking of, Russ. <laughs> the good Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. 
Not the. I wasn't gonna say anything. We're not gonna say anything. <laughs> the taste. The taste is uh, quite a bit more on the uh, the tart side. You know, it's got this funkiness, citrus. It's a tiny bottle. It's a 12, 11 ounce bottle. Not not much to share between three people. There's something in this. There's a flavor in here that I'm not quite liking. I keep getting that. I'm getting a doughy. Yeah, you get like a nuttiness almost. Yeah, like a doughy. I'm thinking like doughy nutty smell. Like mm. definitely gonna steal your nuttiness. Mm. But uh, there's a flavor. There's two conflicting flavors in this beer. Yeah. I guess there is a little bit of nuttiness. I don't know. But there's a flavor in there that is kind of conflicting on my palate. Mm. You know, it's going from that like fruity, like fruity pebbles kind of a smell, and then like going across and then getting the dough and the nut, and then like. On the palate, like the, that that funky, like spicy pepper. Yeah, mm. definitely, it's got that peppery taste, but there's something else Ap- there's in it. Apple smell in the nose too. Mm. I get that. I get that. Get a get a big doughy apple. I get a big wolf. Mm. I don't know. Just something about this beer that is not sitting well with me. It's it's well, interesting. The flavor's good, yeah. but there's just. Something that's not <laughs> like going on. Something, <laughs> something about it. There's something in the flavor, and I wish I could I could mm-hmm. pinpoint it, but it, it seems like there's a, a conflict, and maybe it's between like the nuttiness and the citrus, and and the, and the kind of you know earthiness of the beer. Um, and there's a lot going on in this. This is like a. Yeah. This is probably one of the more complex ones, but I was just gonna say it's a very complex. I'm writing that. Just writing that. It's a very complex beer. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot going on, which really makes it interesting. Plus the plus. You know, but with my palate, I'm just not. There's something in my palate that's not agreeing with this beer. But there's there's nine percent alcohol that's on top of it, and that's very well hidden. Mm. It's yeah. non-existent. Where yeah. is this? Where is this nine percent? Well, I'll tell you where it is. You're gonna find it later on. Hmm. That'll be a fun one to explore. You can get all sorts of. This is like a third or fourth time I've had it's this. Got, it's got a bit of um, it, it, it has a bit of an oakiness to it. Like a woody yeah. flavor. And maybe that's a bit of the nuttiness in it. And that, that explains that. If you let that it, citrus, mm. it's just not... You let it warm up in your hand. Um, you let it warm up in your hand, you'll definitely get the, uh, like the oak. I just say thing with like a Chardonnay. You want to find an oaky Chardonnay, let it warm up to almost room temperature. Come back, you know, finish it, leave a little bit in the, in the glass, come back a little while later, you'll find it. Next up, we have the, uh, this is actually a collaboration beer. This is the uh, Nonier McKellar. Uh, and we're not sure about the pronunciation, but it's, uh, we're going to call it Teddy Bear. It's <laughs> a... Uh, now, Teddy Bear or Titty Bear or Tetty Bear or so whatever. Um, it's basically it's a mountain cranberry. Whoa! Holy God! Wow! Uh, this is the last one I opened it. I completely forgot. It didn't happen to me when I did. Wow! Well, for those of you listening, <laughs> it just exploded. <laughs> Quick recovery. <laughs> It, it, uh, basically, it's a Scandinavian cranberry. It's a mountain cranberry. Yeah. So we'll just call it a cranberry lambic for now. Um, you definitely get that right off the nose. It's a huge aroma yeah. in this beer. I mean, tons of that funk 
and the cra- and it, mm-hmm. and even the cranberries come through in this mm-hmm. beer. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a like I said, it's a collaboration between um, McKellar and Yonye, uh, which is really cool. If you haven't had a McKellar beer, then you are missing out. Uh, this guy's makes some pretty amazing beers, and especially as a nomadic brewer, as he calls himself. Gypsy, nomadic. Gypsy, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to to pump out this kind of quality of beer with such short uh, refining times. You know, how do you refine a beer? I mean, there's just got to be like this natural instinct to be able to come up with some crazy stuff right off the bat. But this beer, I mean, it is, the aroma on this is intense. Mm, potent. And it is even more so than I remember it even a couple weeks ago. Uh, this is a bottle conditioned beer. There is live yeast in here. Um, it is, you get that sour on the nose. It has both Brettanomyces and Lactobacillus bacteria in it. And they even say this is a bit sour and is not for the faint of heart. Um, but let's judge that for ourselves. <laughs> wow. Smooth. Mm. Very smooth. Very a lot of um, mm. cranberry flavor. Now cranberry already has like a bit of tartness to it naturally, and it really works well with the tartness in the beer. Um, I'm not getting a lot of a funkiness in the beer. Mm. And a lot more of a sour end of the beer. But, but it's uh, a smooth sourness though. It's, it's real, very smooth. Yeah. Very dry. Very well balanced. Yeah, definitely dry. But, mm. Mm. This has been. Um, it took nine months to ferment this beer, and another eight months in the bottle. So by the time we got this beer, you know, it's already a year and a half old, even a little bit more. This is probably working on 18 months old by now. A very in-your-face aroma, too. Mm. And it's got a little touch of pink mm. to the color. Yeah. Mm. There's even, if you actually look in the bottle... There's a couple spots of like brown or pink in there. It's kind of hard to tell. You see those little specks yeah, in there? Maybe it's like berries that <laughs> didn't get fully filtered out. <laughs> probably not. It's probably just sediment, you know, cranberry stuck there. in the yeast or stuck in the uh, foam. Yeah. This is the first time we've done a, a McKellar beer. Good. No. You've done them before. I've done. Right? I mean, we the did a po- whole podcast, right? We, we did six of them at once. We did a whole podcast dedicated to I think it's the first time I've been a part of a podcast with McKellar. Anyway, he, he does he does amaze he does intrigue me. Yeah. Wouldn't say amaze, but you know, for a guy who just goes you know, around and goes tra- to travels around, does you know, does his thing and goes to the next brewery and does his thing. Yeah. He uh A lot of one off beers. Yeah. You know, you know I've thinking of the ones I've had like Beer Geek. Beer Geek Brunch, you know, Beer Geek Brunch Weasel, um, this one, uh, Black, Black Hole, uh, Having to Goop, Oat Goop, I'm not going to sit here all day to start naming all these <laughs> weird beers, you know, um, the one with, the, with Destrusa, um, Nugget. Nugget. They did um, a whole thing on the single hop. Single hop Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just a... Uh, they say it's not for the faint of heart, and maybe it's just me having a lot of sour beers, but it's not intensely sour. No. No, I probably, you know, this is only the second beer tonight we've actually 
I've asked for a sour scale, which is kind of odd. Um, but uh, for me, this would probably be a five, five and a half on a ten, maybe a six. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with six because it's got a little bit of tang. Mm. You know, I, the more you drink it, the more it kind of starts coating your mouth. Yeah. Which is that one I noticed when I when I drank the whole bottle <laughs> a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Very enjoyable. Not a lingering sourness, sourness though. No. Like it's you know you gets it right off the bat and it, you know, it coats the tongue, but it it mellows out real nicely. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't stick around. It's eight right. percent alcohol too, so it is. That's high, that's well hidden. All these and beers think, that are high today have been. Mm. Very well hidden. The, yeah. the, this, I think, the slight sourness in this beer really masks up. You mm. know, like sweet does. I think sour also masks the alcohol as well. Good beer. It's sweet, yeah, huh? Okay, hey. next up. This is an interesting beer. Um, this is uh, from uh, Beer del Borgone. Bor- uh, Borgo. Beer del Borgo. This is the Duchessic. So basically, this is a combination of the uh, Duchessa, which I believe is a blonde, a Belgian blonde ale, um, combined with uh, Cantillon one-year Lambic. Mm, made so. and, and combined and made in Italy. Yes. So this is an Italian beer, um, and they have a... Somehow they got a very uh, cushy relationship with uh, Cantillon. I don't see Cantillon out there with anybody else. <laughs> oh, cool. It's got the uh, reseal cap. Ooh. Wow. That's pretty cool. That is, uh, that's, that's So pretty, if that's you've epic. never seen a real ca- reseal cap, uh, basically it is a regular aluminum cap, but it's got basically a rubber nipple inside that you can cap back onto the beer. And it should, you know, do the airlock. That's a first for me right there. So here we got. Um, so we kind of save this one to last since it's a, got a Cantillon lambic in it. Probably is going to be fairly intense. Um, <laughs> wow. I'm waiting for you to say something. Just... So there's really not a lot. There's nothing on either one of the websites about this beer. Um, I don't know if there's anything on the bottle here. No, it just says it's a uh, 5.9% alcohol, and uh, it comes in a, uh, basically it's a pint-sized bottle here, uh, with uh, Duchessic and, and Lambic, a one-year-old Cantillon. It doesn't give the uh, uh, percentage of combination between it. No. It's a creature cap. I mean, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a very cloudy, blonde-colored beer. Slightly gold, like bright, and, yeah. You know, you, not much head, which is kind of I don't know whether or not I would expect head or not expect head from the spear. <laughs> wow, you're really wow. Said that. Oh, you can't edit that out. Basically, it's can I edit this one? <laughs> I'm gonna get you I'll, leave in there. I'll leave it in there. <laughs> I'll leave it in. Uh, so, I mean, it's a saison, it's a farmhouse ale, which generally have very lots of foam. There you go. That's it. Has lots of foam, but then again, a Cantillon, a lambic, really has none. It's almost you know, a lot of times not highly carbonated at all. So, just really is 
kind of in the middle. It's got a thin collar, I would call mm. it. Very sour on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> it's, as far as the beers we've had tonight, this probably is the most sour so far. Um, but it's not as it's not as sour as a lot of Cantillon beers are. It smells like a Cantillon, though. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I guess at first, that's what I was waiting for you to smell it before. After you poured it, I said, I'm like, oh, I can't wait for Peter to smell this. Got a little bit of oak to it. Okay. Which is just basically kind of sour and diving in. Cheers. Cheers. Not much in the way of sour on the flavor though. Really weird. Yeah. That's... It's it's deceitful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get, I'm, getting, I'm getting like I'm getting like an, like the oaky smoothness. Yeah. On the on the palate, but it, I'm not. But the nose it's, is it's like got a sour. lot of oak. Mm. It's got a lot of oak that because it really conflicts with the saison. That that oak, um, and then the lambic. It's kind of a weird dry. Taysan, it's. Mm. I'm gonna say this is. I'm not gonna say. This is an interesting. I would definitely go with interesting for this one, <laughs> <laughs> and and it's not bad. It's just really interesting. Because <laughs> I, 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 you know, I was expecting one thing from the aroma. I, we have a guy that used to do these, uh, Mark, and uh, he used to talk about anticipation with a beer. Yep. So you smell the beer, and so you. Kind of have an anticipation of what to expect yeah. from the flavors. You're not getting it on this beer. It's 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 it's, it's a, a like I said, it's deceitful. Yeah. You know, it's telling you one thing and giving you something else. It's uh. But with that said, I kind of like the flavors of it. Really, it goes into that sourdough finish at the end. It's yeah. definitely sour. Sourdough is a great. Descriptor for this one. That's one of my favorite like, things in a beer. I usually find it in, you know, Brewing or Vice, but this is. No, I've had a couple sips. It, mm. That tartness is lingering more yeah. and more you start on the back of my tongue. You know, that's a. It's a very interesting beer. It's not. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I just, think I would like. I think I would like this outside of the rest of these beers. Mm. You know, especially after. The beer to Mars, the Oma Gang, and even even that the one we just had, the Flanders uh, Wild. You know, it's a, it's definitely a different. Also, the Cantillon Lambics tend not to be Brettanomyces yeast. They tend to be the Lactobacillus. So you're gonna get different different flavor. I just love that cap. It's <laughs> a pretty cool cap. Yeah. A little bit of fruitiness to it. Right up front, it quickly goes away, but there's a little bit of fruitiness to it. Mm. It's cool how it just like just it dissipates into that that sourdough. Uh, mm. Yeah. That, but there it is, bam. Yeah. Like it just it's, it slowly creeps its way mm-hmm. across, and then really, it's 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 like a beer with many faces. Mm-hmm. Very. That's one of those things that I've wanted to start exploring a little bit. Is actually combining beers. So I was yeah. about to say like a blind. That, that's it's uh, it's something that I, I've seen a little bit more and more recently, are, are people combining beers. Maybe not necessarily the brewery, but uh, at bars, you know, at their homes and so forth. Especially home brewers. All right, let's finish up this last one. Moving along. So we have the uh, Oud Beer Cell. Oud Goose. We almost didn't have it. <laughs> yes, I almost knocked it over, but I caught it. Um, and this is a traditional lambic 
um, a, a, or not necessarily traditional lambic, but a, a blended lambic. So it's um, a year, a, a, a little bit of a two-year-old, a little bit of a one-year-old kind of blended back together. So this is a, uh, oh, I said this was a lambic. This is actually a goose, sorry. Um, but it's a blend of lambics, which is what a goose is. Technically, it's a lambic. Yeah. Many lambics. Yes, yeah. several lambics put together. Right. So this is 6% alcohol. Wow. Very sour right on yeah. the nose. Whoa, that's intense. Probably the most intense <laughs> aroma yeah, it's the of most the intense. night. Yeah. This is... It's big, bold, wow. and in your face. Oh, God, I love that. <laughs> that's, 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 why I that's why I picked this one out. This is intensely sour on the nose. You're getting, definitely getting that funky barnyard thing going on. I mean, this is... This yeah, is, this is definitely barnyard if I had to classify it. Yeah. <laughs> and almost in that... You can almost get that leathery. Yep. Mm. Baseball glove. <laughs> oak. I wasn't really getting that barnyard before, but now it's like... Now smelling this, now I can understand yeah. where that's coming from. This isn't... Oh, I could just sit here and smell this one all night. <laughs> well, these guys... These, these guys are like the... The original of this, like this is this this is there was a style. This is it. Like this mm. is what defines the style. Yeah, this is what all those guys. I, I think you know who makes Duck Duck Goose. Is that Al Smith? No, Lost Abbey. Lost Abbey. Wish I have two bottles of it home. You son of a bitch. Snuck <laughs> <laughs> one of those in here. <laughs> we'll have to do a we'll have to do a goose goose cast. A goose cast. We'll do goose. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want, I want to do if it's good, that's going to be a brawl it's going to be everybody versus this <laughs> you know this wow. is a now we talked um, scale of sour Whoa. this one is probably about I'd say probably an eight and a half yeah this is you know eight and a half maybe crouching on nine this this one is right up there with the sour and, and almost like puckers your lips a little bit when mm, you first taste it. Lick it, your lips now, yeah. and you really get you mm-hmm. can retaste the beer all over again because <laughs> it sticks to your lips. I mean, mm. this is a great beer. Mm. Uh, I think I'm gonna bottle, buy a bottle of this on the way out. That's pricey. How much is a bottle of this? Like six dollars, eight dollars, twelve? I think it's definitely under. I think it's under ten. I'm pretty sure I don't have my little computer in front of me. You know what? I'm gonna get. One I did too. buy a bottle of this. You told me to buy a bottle of this. And I have it at home, and I have not tried it yet. This I had to, I had to, I had to bug one of our managers to bring this in. Mm. So how could we? How could we have? We had the creek. We had the creek, but we don't have this. I said we gotta have this. I mean, this is like it. Mm. Now there's some hops in this. Generally, with uh, this style of beer, with land mix, they do tend to use a lot of hops. Surprisingly enough, but what they do is you use old hops. Hops that have lost all their aroma and kind of flavor to them, but they still have those as those little um, like amino acids and stuff in there that help age a beer, kind of preserve it. Mm. Um, so a lot of these buyers for, that make from these breweries will actually buy old hops, like stuff that's no longer <laughs> viable to most markets. Mm-hmm. I love sour beers. This is a great beer. This is a, a great sour. This is the perfect way to, to finish it. Yeah. You know, this is, I love this, best before 10, 30, 2028. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so for the next 20 years, folks. <laughs> this will be good. 
drink it. So, you know, I have to see if I can make it till 2028. Look at that color there. Yeah. Buy a couple bottles. If you like sour beers, this is going to be right up your alley. This is it. I mean, this is like the end all be all. Yeah. This is. This is a great way to finish mm. it off. Oh, this bottle is getting drunk. <laughs> I am from I am from he who call I am. <laughs> this is it. Sorry, we cannot let this one go. No. Good stuff. This is no. This is uh, it, it, it's it's just. Do I even need to ask you what your favorite beer of the night was? Okay. Aside from this beer, <laughs> after after the diesel. <laughs> okay, exclude this and the Utopius. What was your favorite beer of the night? Why don't you start off, Ross? Um, I have to say, I mean, I, it's hard. Eh, you know, I kind of like the um, the one you were just holding there, Kevin. The uh, Jolly Pumpkin. Yeah, the Jolly Pumpkin. I thought that was very good. You know, um, I, I just I, I love the I just love the aroma of it. You know, very well balanced. Thought it was good. How about you, Kevin? Oh man, <laughs> this might get your numbers right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not even got the order right. Um, you know, this is a tough one because th- there wasn't really a bad beer here. No, nah. That, that's a nice thing. We we had some good beers it's, here. It, I would yeah. recommend. You know, this is one of the things I, I wouldn't be ashamed to bring any one of these to a mm-hmm. friend's house. They're, they're, and the really the really interesting thing about this 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 brawl is that. There's not really that many that are the same style. No. The only thing they have in common is that they're all wild, wild animals. Yeah. I would have to say though, my my favorites at night after this one, the Pearsall, I would yeah. say the Calabaza. I mean, that Jolly Pumpkin. That's a big, bold beer. I love mm. that nose. I could sit there all night yeah. just sniffing the sniffing the freaking thing. I like the the Wild Devil because that that IPA. I'm not a hophead. But I like I like beer, yeah. And that's just that's just a good one. The beer de Mars from Omegan. The uh, <laughs> the I'm not even gonna say it. Nonye, the one by Nonye. There you go. <laughs> I'm not gonna good say it. Good job. No, I'm talking about the actual name of the beer. The, the, the Nonye McKellar. Blank. <laughs> blank. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's that's a great one, but. Uh, I have to Jolly say, pumpkin. Jolly pumpkin. Yeah. To, to after you, the goose. <laughs> after yeah, the after goose. The, the Jolly pumpkin. I mean, there's hands down. That's. Mm. And you know the Duchessic I like too. This it's just a, it's a tough to pick a favorite. Yeah, they, they all vary yeah. enough. You know, it wasn't like all, you know, porters or something. Mm. So there was a lot of variety in there, and I think that's you know if you're listening to this for the first time, something to take away. Yeah. Just because it's a style of beer, you had one. Out of that style, mm. doesn't mean you're not gonna like yeah. the other ten thousand versions of it. I mean, you maybe you pick the one bad one, mm. but there there's so many different ways to put a beer together mm. that you can get so many different flavors just out of the same style. Oh yeah. For for me, I think um, the goo is definitely my favorite. Uh, after that, I would have to go with the nonye, and then the jolly pumpkin as mm. my two favorites. Uh, also the victory. <laughs> Wild Devil. I, I love that beer. It's good. I don't forget the Omega. You, you know what? And, and, and the and the um, Hoth and Roth. I forgot Hoth about it. Yeah. You know that was pretty good too. My, I mean, for little, a, a Berliner Vice. <laughs> Russ's buddy over there. My, my, little, my, my DD beer. My little uh, three and a half percent. You know, I liked it. I liked it better than I'm um, get the DD part out. <laughs> I, I liked it better than the um, Dogfish Head. They're Neo Berliner Vice. Oh, the 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 uh, Festina Pesch. 
once again, a really successful beer brawl. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Kevin. Russ. I gotta, thank, I gotta thank an old fr a friend of ours, uh, Jay Phillips from uh, Sam Adams, ah. for supplying these uh, these glasses. Nice for our for yeah. Sam for Sam yeah, Adams. We, we had uh, a bit of utopias to, to begin the night. <laughs> Those and, are nice you know, most all these beers here, except for the uh, New Belgium, uh, you can get at uh, the liquor outlet in Boot, New Jersey. If you're looking for good beer, this is a place to go for sure. Mm -hmm. Not only have good beer, but actually people know about beer, which. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You know, if if you've been to beer stores, it can be hit or miss. Just because they have good beer doesn't mean they have people who know about beer. So thank you guys. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Also, I add content several times a week on simplybeer.com. So read, leave your comments. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Simply Beer, and as well as our Facebook group. This is Peter Kennedy, brewer and creator, Simply Beer, saying good night.